they have sprinted out everything. So today we'll continue with uh, spiritual gifts and um, let me pray. Lord, I thank you for for your love, for your mercy, and for your truth, Lord. Lord, speak to us and change our hearts, Lord. In the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, we thank you for. Your move, we thank you for your presence, we thank you for your miracles, in the name of Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. So do you remember, uh, what was the last spiritual gift we talked about here? Okay. So it's, it's, it's a good test, because now I know who slept through it. <laughs> so, again, what was the last gift? Discernment of spirits. Yeah. So fun, yeah. And today it's one of the most uh, interesting parts. Uh, we'll begin to talk about the following category of spiritual gifts. And we'll be learning about gifts of power. I, I call it gifts of power. Derek, can you read please? First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through verse 10. Okay. 7 through verse 10. Okay. Yeah. First Corinthians 12, 7, 10. Moreover, to each person is given the particular manifestation of the Spirit that will be for the common good. To one through the Spirit is given a word of wisdom, to another a word of knowledge in accordance with the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another the workings of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to judge between spirits, to another the ability to speak in different kinds of tongues, and to yet another, the ability to interpret tongues. One and the same Spirit is at work, and all. Oops, excuse me. One and the same Spirit is at work, and all these things, distributing to each person as he chooses. Amen. So, verse nine and verse ten: to another, faith by the same ruach; to another, gifts of healing by the one ruach; to another, workings of miracles. Or gift of miracles. So, and keep in mind, all of it, all of these is our, our supernatural gifts. It is not about faith as part of our walk, in, walk with the Lord. It's about supernatural gifts. So, here's three uh, different gifts, verse 9 and verse 10. Gift of faith, gift of healings, and workings of miracles. Can you see it here? Yeah? And again, it is not always possible to distinguish between spiritual gifts. We are not professional, we can, we're not called to distinguish things, you know. When the Lord is move, in the move, we won't say just, okay, Lord, it's enough of uh, gifts of healing, let us, let us do now for gifts of miracles. <laughs> or in our prophecy, let us, let us move, Lord, in the word of knowledge. It's always very difficult to distinguish between spiritual gifts. Often when the Holy Spirit is working in healing or sometimes in the prophetic directions, it is possible to see multiple manifestations of the Spirit simultaneously. So at the same time, you can have word of knowledge with word of wisdom. You can uh, experience prophecy. And it is not that we would be able to distinguish, but we would know all these gifts together. So... For example, it is not easy to distinguish between the word of wisdom and prophecy or word of knowledge and prophecy because they are very uh, close together. Or the working of miracles 
with the gift of healing. They're also very close together. But Rabbi Shaul, he, he has different uh, ideas and different names for these gifts. So today we will talk about gift of faith. And uh, when I look at the scriptures, I found kind of, let me say, um, couple types of faith or qualities of faith or um, ideas of faith in the scriptures. And I would like to mention four. So the first faith, I call it faith unto salvation. Let us say together, faith unto salvation. It is uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 through verse 9. Ephesians 2, 5 through 9. That even when we were dead because of our acts of, of disobedience, he brought us to life along with the Messiah. It is by grace that you have been delivered. That is, God raised us up with the Messiah Yeshua and seated us with him in heaven. In order to exhibit in the ages to come how infinitely rich is his grace, how great is his kindness towards us who are united with the Messiah Yeshua. For you have been delivered by grace through trusting, and even this is not your accomplishment, but God's gift. You are not delivered by your own actions, therefore no one should boast. Mm-hmm. So I would like also to read another translation. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. One of my favorites. Our salvation comes from the Lord and the Lord only. So in Hebrew, is, uh, in, I'm sorry, in Greek is pistis, faith, fidelity, trust, belief, and assurance. It's the same word. Trust. This is why when you read uh, uh, complete Jewish Bible, often it's translated as trust. So trust, faith, it's always, or let's say the most of time, it's the same idea. So, Rabbi Shaul speaks of faith that comes from God, penetrating our hearts and awakening us to eternal life. And this is a pure act of the grace of God in our lives. It is not from us. So, this is the first, I would say, uh, uh, application of faith. It is not a spiritual gift, but it is faith that comes in our hearts from God. So, I don't know how about you, I was not able to save myself. It's not from me. The Lord came to my life, into my life. He, he took that mess that was in my heart and he reshaped my life by his miracle. So he awakened me, awakened me by his light, by his faith. It is his faith that brought us to faith in him. I'm sorry. Thank you, Derek. This microphone, you know, it's always a problem. So, the second part. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, let us, let us go deeply. Uh, Luke chapter 1, verse uh, 76 through 79. Luke 1, 76 and 79. Luke 1, 76-79. You, child, will be called a prophet of ha el You will go before the Lord to prepare his way by spreading the knowledge among his people that deliverance comes by having sins forgiven 
through our God's most tender mercy, which causes the sunrise to visit us from heaven, to shine on those in darkness living in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the paths of peace. Beautiful. Yeshua the Messiah. He shined his light upon our lives. And we are alive because of him. So this is one part of faith. The second, it's called fruit of faith. Fruit of faith. Galatians 5.22. Galatians 5.22. It's the same faith, but it's a different phase of faith. Let's say this way. Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, okay. humility, self-control. Nothing in the Torah stands against such things. So faithfulness, the same word, faith, pistis. Faith, trust, belief, assurance. So in this case, Paul, Rabbi, shows, used the same word, faith, but it is in different idea, in different direction. This verse from the book of Galatians is the same word faith, pistis, that we read in the epistle or letter to the Ephesians. But it has a significant different uh, meaning here. So Ephesians speaks of faith that comes from God penetrating our hearts and awakening us to eternal life. It is Ephesians. In the letter to the Galatians, faith is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit that we must nurture in our hearts as a response of his faith, it is our part to develop this kind of faith, trust into God, to the Lord. May I add something real quick? I once was told, uh, think of faith as an acronym, forsaking all, I trust him. Faith. So, uh, it is a trust in God which is uh, acquired due to our obedience to the word of God, and it is the fruit of the walk with God, our experience. And Romans 4, I will read just verse 3. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed or trusted God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. So according to the meaning, the word trusted is more suitable in this place of scripture. But it is, it is the same word, faith, pistis. So Abraham has his own deep relationship with God, built on trust and the experience of walking with him. You see this, the same faith, but different phase of faith. First was salvation from the Lord. This is our response on his salvation. So the third one, third, third phase of faith, faith. I call it faith in action. It's our ordinary faith. It's our daily exercise of trust in the Lord. Our daily faith. James chapter 1, verse 6. James 1, 6. Yaakov 1, 6. King Yaakov. But let him ask in trust or faith, doubting nothing. Uh, For the doubter is like a wave in the sea being tossed and driven by the wind. Indeed, that person should not think that he will receive anything from the Lord because he is double-minded, unstable in all his ways. Mm -hmm. So, the same word faith here. A little bit different. Piste. The first one was pistis. This is piste. Faith, trust, belief, assurance. So, this company, this phase of our faith is manifested 
manifested in our prayers and also at times when we go through various trials. In our words, it is faith in action. When we pray, we pray in faith. Do we trust the Lord when we pray? Sure. It says in the scriptures, when you pray, trust in the Lord. It is possible to pray out of fear. It is possible to pray out of uh, other, you know, even out of uh, some sinful things. But only one way to pray is pray in faith, in trust into the Lord. So the four, fourth uh, phase of faith, I, I, it's in the scriptures, the gift of faith. Let us say to get a gift of faith. Gift of faith. It is supernatural faith that is realized instantly. And Hebrews chapter 11 verse uh, 1. I love this verse very much. Hebrews 11 1. Trusting is being confident of what we hope for, convinced about things we do not see. It was for this that scripture attested the merit of the people of old. Yes, uh, and again, trusted and faith is the same word, the same word used here. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of realities not seen. The gift of faith is given at a time of need to carry out specific actions that in a natural situation a person cannot do. Is it too complicated or not? So it is the gift of faith. It is supernatural touch of the Lord. When the person receives supernatural ability to believe, to trust in certain situation, which has resulted as a miracle. It's an it's interesting thing. So the gift of faith and the gift of the working of miracles would seem to be very similar. Very similar. Because a result of gift of faith is a miracle. With both gifts, the individual who is anointed uh, suddenly receives faith in the impossible. Faith, supernatural faith, for a particular situation in the impossible things. And again, it's not from the reading of the scriptures. It is not our knowledge of the scriptures. It is not our prayer time. It is not that. It is gift. It is a gift that comes spontaneously from the Lord for a certain situation. The difference between the two is often described this way. With the gift of faith, the anointed individual is given faith to receive a miracle for himself. Again, it's, it's just one of the descriptions. Whether with the gift of the working of miracles, the individual is given faith to work a miracle for another. But again, it's just, it's just one of the ideas. The gift of faith is sometimes referred to us to a special faith, because it is a sudden impartation of faith that goes beyond ordinary faith. We talk about gift of faith. So it is, it is, it is trust in unbelievable things. It, is, it comes from the Lord when a person can receive supernatural ability to believe. And as a result, again, the miracle can happen. Well, we need this gift. Yeah, man. Lord, please, we need this gift. So, um, who wants to see the I mean, probably it's the wrong question. We don't want to see it, but um, we want to see dead people raised from death. 
And for that, you need to have faith. And it is supposed to be supernatural faith from the Lord. The, the word from the Lord in your life. So, it's very interesting. Ordinary faith comes from hearing a promise of God when special faith comes from a sudden impartation by the Holy Spirit again. It's the gift for certain situation. Okay, I would like to uh, read one interesting story. This The story of Daniel's three friends, uh, Shadrach, Mesach, and Abednego. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they provide an excellent example of how special faith makes it impossible to doubt. So, it's interesting because supernatural faith makes, makes, makes impossible to doubt what the Lord wants to do. It's opposite. So, when you see something impossible, and when this gift of faith comes to you, it's impossible to not believe in the Lord. It is natural for you. It's interesting. Daniel chapter 3, actually old chapter 3 almost, verse 16 through verse 25. Daniel 3, 16, 25. An amazing story. An amazing story. Gift in, in, in reality. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered the king, Your question doesn't require an answer from us. Your majesty, if our God, whom we serve, is able to save us, he will save us from the blazing hot furnace and from your power. But even if he doesn't, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will neither serve your gods nor worship the gold statue which you have set up. Nebuchadnezzar became so utterly enraged that his face was disordered with anger against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the furnace made seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing hot furnace. So these men were tied up in their cloaks, tunics, robes, and other clothes, and thrown into the blazing hot, hot furnace. The king's order was so urgent and the furnaces so overheated that the men carrying them were burned to death by the flames. These three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the blazing hot furnace. Suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar sprang to his feet, alarmed. He asked his advisors, Didn't we throw three men bound into the flames? They answered the king, Yes, of course, your majesty. But he exclaimed, Look, I see four men not tied up, walking around there in the flames, unhurt. And the fourth looks like one of the gods. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar approached the opening of the blazing hot furnace and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you are servants of El Elyon. Come out and come here. Amen. What do you think? Does it require some kind of faith for these guys to go inside of this thing? I mean, I can imagine a person without this kind of supernatural faith standing before this and saying, Oh, King, throw me there. It's fine. Everything will be good. I'm not afraid. It is not bravado. It is faith as a gift comes from the Lord. It comes from revelation of the Lord for a particular moment. It's very interesting. When the gift of faith is manifested, the answer from the Lord comes instantly because it is a gift of faith. The gift of faith can manifest itself in the form of a command or a specific prayer 
and usually follows the word of knowledge or prophecy when the perfect will of the Lord is revealed. This, our faith comes from hearing, and hearing comes from word of God. One part of faith comes from reading the word of God, another faith as this gift of faith comes from hearing specifically voice of the Lord about specific situation. I don't think uh, it was their uh, habit to go to this blazing fire every every week, you know. Guys, let's go there, let's train ourselves. No. It was specific faith. They were able to hear the voice of the Lord and they went there. So, okay, we'll we'll go uh, more about that and you will find these interesting things. So, the gift of faith allows the believer to act on God's revelation boldly. I would say at full speed. Yes, Lord. Specific faith, specific situation. Go forward. When the gift of faith is manifested, you don't need to make any spiritual effort because it is a supernatural gift. It is not from you. You don't need to just, you know, pray hard through or you know, beat yourself to, to find this faith inside of you. Squeeze yourself and, you know, cry a lot. <laughs> it is gift of faith. Thus, you need to be careful with, with gift of faith. So, I had the experience, I prayed for that person, I prayed for resurrection. And you know what was the uh, result of my prayer? Everybody I was very, very frustrated after that. <laughs> because I didn't hear it from the Lord. I moved in my own desire. I prayed a lot. We fasted, we prayed, we manifested. But, you know, the Lord, He's, he's the one who can resurrect a dead person. <coughs> At the same time, I know people, uh, Ina knows them, from our congregation in Nikolaev, they just walked at the street at the night time and they saw somebody hanging out, hanging, how to say, hand, hanging, hanging, himself, hanging, hanging, in literal sense of this word. And the lady is crying in his, at his feet because she was not able to lift him. And they just walked by, look at this guy, and they were former drug addicts actually, who were uh, drug addicts, drug addicts yeah. who were fr- set free in the congregation who were part of our congregation at the time. So they came, they took this rope, this dead body just fell on the, on the floor, and they said, what to do? Let us pray. They prayed, and this guy became alive. Miracle. So this lady, she's even more afraid than before. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, he's sitting with no understanding what was happening around him. These two guys jumping around and going home with joy. So very simple. But it's not from our spiritual uh, knowledge. It is, it is the gift of faith for specific situation. So let me uh, bring a few examples from the life of Yeshua. And it's, it's a beautiful example. Uh, John chapter 11. Is verse 1 until the verse 43. John 11, 1 to 43. Almost all chapter. There was a man who had fallen sick. His name was Eleazar, and he came from Bethana, the village where Miriam and her sister Lazarus. Uh, Mar- Martha lived. Mm-hmm. This Miriam, whose brother Eleazar had become sick, is the one who poured perfume on, on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. 
So the sisters sent a message to Yeshua. Lord, the man you love is sick. On hearing it, he said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may receive glory through it. Yeshua loved Martha and her sister and Eleazar. So when he heard he was sick, first he stayed where he was two more days. Then after this, he said to the Talmudim, Let's go back to Judah. The Talmudim replied, Rabbi, just a short while ago, the Judeans were out to stone you, and you want to go back there? Yeshua answered, Aren't there twelve hours of daylight? If a person walks during daylight, he doesn't stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if a person walks at night, he does stumble because he has no light with him. Yeshua said these things, and afterwards he said to the Talmudim, Our friend Eleazar has gone to sleep, but I am going in order to wake him up. The Talmudim said to him, Lord, if he has gone to sleep, he will get better. <laughs> now, Yeshua had used the phrase to speak of Eleazar's death, but they thought he had been talking literally about sleep. So Yeshua told them in plain language, He has died, and, and for your sakes I am glad that I wasn't there, so that you may come to trust, but let's go to him. And then Thomas, the name means twin, said to his fellow Talmudim, Yes, we should go, so that we can die with him. Sarcasm. No, they were sure that. <laughs> On arrival, Yeshua found that Eleazar had already been in the tomb for four days. Now, Bet Aniah was about two miles from uh, Jerusalem, and many of the Judeans had come to Martha and Miriam in order to comfort them at the loss of their brother. So, when Martha had heard that Yeshua was coming, she went out to meet him, but Miriam continued sitting, uh, Shiva, in the house, or grieving. Martha said to Yeshua, Lord, if you had just been here, my brother would not have died. Even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Yes, at least careful. Next few verses, just pay attention here. Verse 23. Yeshua said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said, I know that he will rise again at, on, at the resurrection on the last day. Yeshua said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever puts his trust in me will live, even if he dies. And everyone living and trusting in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. After saying this, she went off and secretly called Miriam her sister. The rabbi is here, and he is calling for you. When she heard this, she jumped up and went to him. Yeshua had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. So when the Judeans who had been with Miriam in the house comforting her saw her get up quickly and go out, they followed her, thinking she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Miriam came to where Yeshua was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had just been here, my brother would not have died. When Yeshua saw her crying and also the Judeans who had come with her crying, he was deeply moved and also troubled. He said, Where have you buried him? They said, Lord, come and see. Yeshua cried. So the Judeans said, there said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, he opened the blind man's eyes. Couldn't he have kept this one from dying? Yeshua, again deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and the stone was lying in front of the entrance. Yeshua said, take the stone away. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to Yeshua, but by now his body must smell, for it has been four days since he died. Yeshua said to her, didn't I tell you that if you keep trusting, you will see the glory of God? So they removed the stone. Yeshua looked upward and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I myself know that you always hear me. But I say this because of the crowd standing around, so that they may believe that you have sent me. 
Having said this, he shouted, Eleazar, come out! The man who had been dead came out, his hands and feet wrapped in strips of linen and his face covered with a cloth. Yeshua said to them, Unwrap him and let him go. At this, many of the Judeans who had come to visit Miriam had seen what Yeshua had done and trusted in him. So, interesting story. Yeah? I love this verse 23. Yeshua said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know he'll raise again in the resurrection on the last day. So he told her about gift of faith. I'm, I will resurrect him. And she answered him, of course. We know, we believe in Yeshua and you. So, of course we will resurrect. So, what does it mean? They talk about faith, but they talk on different kind of le- levels. Different kind of languages. About the same idea of faith. He's telling her about faith now. I'm the resurrection. And she's saying, yes, yes, I believe in Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a good thing. It reminds our prayers sometimes, yeah? Lord, we believe in you and we believe in when the resurrection will come, we will receive everything we need. But we need to trust the Lord not only uh, in resurrection, but in our daily lives. Sure? So, I love it. I love this Verses. So, Martha seems to use the same word as Yeshua, faith, but does not understand at all what Yeshua is talking about. She was completely confused in this particular situation. He tells her about the supernatural faith that can raise the dead, and she answers with him, uh, him with words about saving faith that opens the way to eternal life. Also faith, trust in the Lord, but different kind of faith. So we need to speak the same language as the Savior, understand His will in each situation, and act accordingly. Amen. Amen. So another one, I don't want to read it here. Do you remember um, when Yeshua went uh, into the boat and they moved to another uh, side of the lake, of the sea? And they, they were afraid, and He woke up, and He just rebuked the wind and the water, and they were afraid again. And he said, why are you afraid? Even now you have no faith. So, this kind of faith, it's, it, it is faith from the Holy Spirit for a particular situation. So, uh, the last place of the scriptures, Acts chapter 13, verse 6 through verse 12. It's beautiful, actually beautiful place. Acts 13, 6 through verse 12. And thus they made their way throughout the whole island. They ended up in uh, Papos where they found a Jewish sorcerer, a Sado prophet named Bar Yeshua. He had attached himself to the governor, Sergius Paulus, who was an intelligent man. Son of salvation, Bar Yeshua. Now the governor had called Barnaba and Shaol and was anxious to hear the message about God. But the sorcerer, Oyamas, for that is how his name is translated, opposed them doing his best to turn the governor away from the faith. Then Shaul, also known as Paul, filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, stared straight at him and said, You son of Satan, full of fraud and evil, you enemy of everything good, won't you ever stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? One minute. What do you think? Was it uh, anger, Paul's anger? Or was it the word from the Lord in this particular situation? Word from the Lord. I mean, the Lord told us, don't curse anyone, yeah? I mean, you can yell on somebody 
uh, all day long and he will do his job. <laughs> he will continue to do. It's not his anger. It was the word of the Lord to Paul. Mm-hmm. So now look, the hand of the Lord is upon you. For a while you will be blind, unable to see the sun. Immediately mist and darkness came over, over him and he groped about trying to find someone to lead him by the hand. Then on seeing what had happened, the governor trusted, astounded by the teaching about the Lord. Beautiful. So the result of the gift of faith, uh, first, it brings glory to God. It leads to saving faith in God as a result. People believe in God because they can see manifestation of the Lord, his reality. And also it brings the fear of God to people's life when the gift of faith in, in action. So, uh, very quick, practical. One or two people. Uh, how does it manifest in your life? Who ever experienced the gift of faith in your life? In your prayer time? Yeah, please. Can you share with us? Yeah, just loud if you can. Beautiful. Amen. <laughs> Supernatural, yeah. Who else can share something? Very brief moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was um, I was dealing with back pain and um, this was after my second surgery and um, I was going through a time where I didn't believe in healing for myself. Um the Lord actually had me read the scripture, uh, the scripture um, about uh, the Lazarus passage, mm-hmm. where He basically tells Mary, um, "Have I not told you that if you believe, you'll see the glory of God?" And I don't know; it was like a light bulb went off in my head, and I'll remit, I'll, I'll to this day remember myself being at NAS Jack barefoot. Lord said it was the holy ground I was before I had to go get my MRI. And uh, I don't know, I just, something overcame me, and I just shouted at the sky. It looked probably really ridiculous, and I just said, Lord, it says in your word that if I believe, I would see the glory of God. And it also says if you have mustard seed faith, that you could tell a mountain to move, and it would move. So I pray in the name of Yeshua, move my screw, tighten my screw, and um, went in, got the MRI, wasn't supposed to hear anything for a week, and three days later I got a call from the doctor. She said, your MRI was unremarkable. Um, and I was like, what do you mean? She said, well, um, it's as if your, your screw is tightened. 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah. Well, okay. The last one, please, and we'll move forward. Yeah, Lee, please. Uh, my best friend got a really, really bad uh, diagnosis cancer, and his wife is a, his name is Dick. His wife's Ann, and the Lord just gave me a gift of faith for his healing. And his wife actually became upset with me that I couldn't comfort her. And I said, Ann, I said I have a gift of faith from the Lord. I will go as a pallbearer to his funeral before I move off of the gift of faith the Lord has given me for Dick. I can't go where you are because I'll be unfaithful to the Lord. And I don't name it, claim it, declare a decree. I don't do that. But the Lord gave me a gift of faith and I knew that he was going to be healed. And, and he was healed. But it was very tangible. I could not go with her and comfort her. And she was angry with me because I could not offer I could not go to that place for her because that was a place for me would have been unbelief. Because it was a gift of faith. Beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> How could you do that, Lee? I'm just sad. Poor woman. I'm just sad. Can't, you, can't you comfort me? Can't you be sad with me? <laughs> yeah, so again, it is the gift of faith. Think about it. It's not every day, uh, you don't need to use it in every city, but it's, it's the gift of faith. So. Uh, practically, how does it manifest in your life? First of all, we can receive a clear understanding of the will of the Lord in the particular situation. This is one of the most obvious uh, uh, signs of this gift. So it is supernatural revelation from the Lord. You pray for something or you think about somebody and suddenly you, you know how it is. You know what the Lord wants. Then the miracle happened. Actually, you know, uh, one person helped me to understand this in the lives of Yeshua. So, Yeshua was almighty, and he's almighty. How many resurrections he did in his life? Think about it. Think about it. Was it every day? No. Only few. Yeah. Girl, Lazarus, Himself. So what, what I want to say about it, even in his life, he was moved by the will of the Lord. So he resurrected only people the Lord told him to resurrect. You see? This is why uh, I was so upset when <laughs> I prayed a lot. I thought I have faith. I, I thought I was stubborn. It was not faith at all. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, so. So, we can hear a word or phrase within ourselves, inside of us, with the direction from the Lord, what to do, particular situation. And the third way, I can tell you, we can feel nothing. Nothing. Just act in, act in trust in, in the Lord. So sometimes people who move in faith, they feel nothing. They get kind of, okay, what, ha what just happened? <laughs> What just happened with us? So, um, let us pray for each other right now. I would like to have this time, and uh, we will split at five people. And again, I would like to invite you to the group you don't know. If you have know somebody, try to find somebody you don't know. And uh, what we want, we're going to do, first, we want, we want to pray 
please don't be uh, afraid or shy. We want to pray for impossible things today. Let us pray for impossible things. Yeah? So, the worst, don't be shy or afraid. The worst uh, thing can happen is you won't receive an answer. And the best miracle will occur because of your prayer. So, I remember one healing conference where one of the very successful ministers, ministers with many fruits and miracles in his church, his congregation, shared his way of answering prayers. People ask him, why so many healings in your ministry? The secret was very simple. Pray as much as you can. He said, I prefer to pray for ten people and see one miracle as a result of the prayer over not to pray and don't see anything. Very simple. So it is the place of practice. Uh, trust Yeshua for the impossible. So now we will pray for our needs, requests, and share anything that the Lord put in your hearts in the prayer. Just pray, stretch your faith. Let us stand together. I would like to pray for you very briefly. I won't pray for you today with, with, with the oil, but I would like to ask the Lord to anoint us with his supernatural gift of faith. And then we can uh, split on the small groups and just pray for each other for impossible things. Lord, I thank you for your presence in this place, Lord. Lord, we are learning about you. We are learning about your spiritual gifts. We are learning about your presence, Lord. We want to move in your gifts, Lord. In the name of Yeshua, Lord, we trust you. We worship you, Lord. We bless your name. Lord, I ask that you, your anointing will come and fall upon us, Lord, in the name of Yeshua, upon all of us who are in this place, Lord, who is in this place. Lord, we just read the scriptures about the miracles, Lord, and we know that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you for your supernatural gifts, gifts of faith in this place, Lord. Please release your gift, Lord. Release your anointing, Lord. Release your power in the name of Yeshua. And Lord, do your miracle, Lord. Even now, in the life of uh, Sam, Lord, in the name of Yeshua, do your miracle, Lord. In the lives of those who are at home, uh, struggling with sicknesses, with all kinds of uh, troubles and problems, Lord, do your miracles, Lord, in the name of Yeshua. Miracles of healing, of restoration, of resurrection, any kind of miracle, Lord, you want to perform, please, in the name of Yeshua. We trust you, Lord. We thank you in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah. Amen. So please, if you can form five, six people groups, and please pray with somebody you don't know, or you, you, you didn't pray before, or... Yeah. Yes. Molly.